close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me in my imagination In my imagination Well, sometimes my mind Play these tricks on me sometimes And I'll find that my mind Climbs higher than it should climb up Imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, Episode 3. Um, just a bit of a catch up show this week because we've had uh, severe flooding in Brisbane, uh, Brisbane CBD, the worst floods in uh, over 10 years uh, Nathan's farm copped a heap of it uh, we've all we've all copped it pretty hard we've all been repairing things at home and um, trying to fix roof leaks and stuff like that so Sunday we were all uh, just just way too busy to record the show so I thought I'd do a midweek catch up and while I'm at it I'll do the the first of um, some of the bonus episodes that we were going to do um you you'll often hear us talk about tie boxing or kickboxing as uh me nathan brad and fraser have all kickboxed in our past and um just as like a get to know you episode i thought i would share uh, the story of how i won the first of my um, Queensland title belts, I think it was in yeah it was in 2010, right near the end of 2010, and I'll um I'll just start by saying that I don't think I'm some celebrity or anything special. Um, I'm not some hard man, tough guy or anything like that. Just an average bloke. And as this is a running and fitness podcast. And I thought it would be a good way for you guys to, to get to know uh, us as hosts. I thought I'd do the first so kind of get-to-know-you show. And I thought I'd tell the story of how I won the uh, the first of my um, Queensland titles as a tie boxer, kickboxer, whatever. And, um, yeah, I'll sort of give you a bit of a background of, of where where I was at at that time in my life. I was, I was running my own business as a chippy. Um, and, um, I was basically training in the Thai boxing gym every Monday to Friday. And, uh, well, I was training Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the Redcliffe gym, which was run by a guy named Steve Robbo Robinson. And then Thursdays I would train with, uh, Nathan, who's the other host on this show. He had his own kickboxing gym in uh, Everton Hills called NKA. So I'd train on Thursday nights with Nathan at NKA and all the boys down there. Shout out to any of them that's listening. April, uh, a few of the other girls, I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I used to train with them on a Thursday night. Then I'd go back to Redcliffe. we do sparring on a Friday night. And then Saturday mornings, I'd train with Nathan at the NKA gym. And that was basically my life for for many years, that for all the years that I was fighting, that was pretty much what I did. Unless I didn't have a fight coming up and, you know, take it a little bit easy. 
blow out a little bit weight-wise and stuff. But um, yeah, so basically I'd had about, at this time, I'd had about seven fights. And um, around that time, like if you'd sort of had five to seven, eight, ten fights and you were like good enough, you, you would get the opportunity to fight for a Queensland title every now and again. But it was, you know, you didn't get offered these opportunities all the time. But basically I got to the gym one night and Robbo goes to me, oh, mate, would you be interested in fighting for a Queensland title at the end of, at the, end of the year? On the last show of the year, sorry. And um, I said, oh, yeah, who against? And um, he said, against Cam Hilton. And um, Cam Hilton was from a gym up the Sunshine Coast. He was, like, at the time, I think I was about 30, 31. Oh, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s. I can't remember exactly. And um, I was like, I'd seen Cam Hilton fight before at local shows and... He was bigger than me, like he was one weight class above me, and I always kind of thought, oh, avoid that bloke, <laughs> like the plague, if you have to fight him, just don't. And anyway, so Robbo said it's against Cam Hilton um, at 69 kilos, which is my weight division, I think one or two weight divisions below what he was normally fighting at, and I, I was like, ah, oh, shit, I'll have a think about it. And he goes, well, you need to let me know, because it's in... Um, five weeks time and they want to get the poster made and all stuff like that i said oh i'll have a think about it and i went home and i thought about it and i thought oh man this is going to be this is going to be a really hard fight like i don't really think i want to do this i just want to cruise into the into christmas and um <laughs> wait for an easier opportunity to come up so i went back to the gym the next night and i said to robo nah mate he's too big too strong um and he, yeah, Robbo was, I could see he was pissed, but he was like, oh, righto, I'll let him know. And, um, yeah, so I trained that night, went home. I was still thinking about it in my head, and I was thinking, nah, it's too, he's big. He, Cam Hilton was a big, tall, I mean, I'm 5'10", and he would have been over six foot, about 18 years of age. Real strong puncher, really good with his knees, strong kicker, just all round good. But um, just the in Thai boxing to be tall, you have such an advantage with the knees. I was just thinking, oh, I don't want to fight this guy. I want to. Do I was thinking I'll wait for a, for someone easier to come up, you know. And um, anyway, I come back the next night to training, and Robbo's saying like, "Have you thought about it? Like, I haven't said no to him yet." And I said, oh, mate, we'll get that. Well, what'll happen is we'll agree to the fight at 69 kilos. It's their show. The gym that, that Cam Hilton was fighting out of, it was their promotion. I said, we'll get there on the night of the weigh-in. He'll be way heavier, and we'll end up agreeing to the fight at whatever weight just because we're there and ready to go, and we'll be at a massive disadvantage. A way fighter, you know, it's their show. It'll be so hard to get the decision. And... Um, and, and Robbo said something along the lines of, oh, I just wanted you to fucking say, fuck it, I'll do it, and have a crack. And I said, oh, I want to I wanna wait till there's like a fairer match. And Robbo said, if, if it's an easy fight, yeah, you'll win. But you want it to be a hard fight, because otherwise you'll win and you'll, you won't feel like such an achievement. And I went home and I, I 
laid in bed all night thinking about it and I was like, man, have a crack. If I get bashed, at least I can say that I fought for a Queensland title, you know, I can tell my grandkids that. Anyway, went back to the gym the next day, said to Robbo, mate, tell him, yes, I'm interested, I'll do it. And then that was it, we, we just we just trained so hard. I ran, I think I was running 40, 40k a week. So I was running my own business. I was getting up at like 4.35 every day, running 10k, go to work, work on the tools, get home, have a shower, hardly see my uh, wife Tammy. We didn't have kids or anything back then, but um, yeah, I was, I'd just pretty much get in, have a shower, go straight to the gym and I'd be at the gym all night. And, um, and yeah, we started like prepping for Cam Hilton. We were watching DVDs of him and stuff like that. And yeah, like I say, I'm not, I'm not a hard man. I'm not some crazy psychopath who will fight anyone. I I really value my health and safety, but I also, I'm a competitor and I, I, I wanted to win. And so I was just trying to, um, we we just tried to put a plan together, a way to sort of get around his length, and um, you know, I started to believe that I could beat him. I started thinking, yeah, you know, when he does this, I can do this. When he does that, I'll do that, and I'll move and I'll kick his back leg. And I started, you know, getting a bit of confidence, and we were drilling things in the gym, and this went on for weeks. And before you know it, it's like the week of the fight, and um, I'm starting to, you know, cut all the weight. I only had a couple of kilos really to lose to get to 69.5, which is the super welterweight cutoff limit. And um, my mate uh, Liam Badger was also fighting from our gym on the night. He was fighting one of their guys too from from the the gym who was hosting the show. Um, the trainer of the of the boys up there is a guy named Aaron Corden. Aaron Corden is a genuine hard bastard, like. He is a genuine tough bloke, like real nice guy, super nice guy, but but a proper hard case. He's I think he's he might be just turned fifty, and he still fights in the uh, world famous Fred Brophy's boxing tent. He must have had hundreds of fights in the tent, plus all his tie boxing, plus all his other boxing fights. So proper nice guy, but proper hard bloke worth um worth noting so if you're gonna fight one of his lads you know not only are you gonna have to go to war to win but you it's whatever you come at them with they're gonna come back at you twice as hard sort of thing and um so yeah fight week comes we you know i've got got my head around fighting this this big guy big young guy cam hilton get to the to the weigh-in just about to walk in the door you know completely dehydrated me and Liam had been in the sauna we're both just gagging for a drink get to the front door of the weigh-in and Robbo goes hey mate I've just got to have a quick word to you before we go in I said oh yeah why he goes oh Cam Hilton's broken his rib in training last night he's out of the fight he can't fight and I, like, I was like what how do you break your rib the night before like the weigh-in like the weigh-in is on the Friday night the fight's on the Saturday night like, how is he sparring the week of the fight? And um, he goes, we don't know, whatever has happened, he's got a broken rib, he's out. He goes, but there's a replacement, and uh, Ryan McDonald's going to step in and take his place, so you still get to fight for the belt. He said, look, Ryan McDonald's way more experienced. He goes, I understand if you want to pull a pin on it, 
he goes um it but it's up to you he goes no pressure and uh i was like ryan mcdonald that's that's worse than cam hilton and uh I said, oh, let's go in and have a look at him. I'll at least weigh in, you know, I've cut all the weight. So we went in there, saw Ryan, said good day. He's a super nice bloke too. Um, Ryan has actually gone on to win multiple titles, still fighting to this day. Just recently won a world title. So shout out, um, Ryan, if you're listening. Um, Proper warrior, proper good bloke. And um, anyway, yeah, so I'm still saying, you know, this is a stitch up. They've, uh, he's broken his rib weeks ago, and Ryan has is not stepped in last minute. He's they, the, this has probably been their plan all along. I'm thinking, and um, anyway, Ryan jumps on the scales. I jump on the scales. We're exactly the same weight. We shake hands. They take a couple of photos and uh, jump in the car, guzzling down water. You know, stupidly drinking it too fast. All the rest of it. And uh, me and Tammy, my wife. Now, we went to Sizzler at Maroochydore because the fight was on the Sunshine Coast. So we went to Sizzler, filled up on food, and then went back to her parents' house at um, Moffat Beach. And I stayed there the night, and um, I, like anyone who's fought will, will tell you, the, the night before a fight, you just don't sleep right because you're just thinking, you, your brain just doesn't turn off. And, um, yeah, so... I've not really had the best sleep that night because I'm dreaming about the fight, thinking, oh, my God, I'm fighting a guy that's even more experienced, he's even better. And I'd seen Ryan fight loads of times, and he was kind of one of those guys that I was, like, aspiring to to be as good as, if that makes sense. Like, he was he was a guy that was, when you watched him fight, he was, he was controlled, he wasn't throwing wild shots, he was thinking about what he was doing. And, and uh, me being, like... A major fight fan and just right into it i'd go to all the local shows and i was watching you know who was good what gyms were really strong what um what each gym was good at were they good at grappling were they good at kicking punching all, all the rest of it and I, I just thought that ryan was like a cool calm yeah he was good he was just a good fighter and and he was um yeah a bit more experienced than me double the fights i think he'd had the, the day of the fight i'm um I was just so nervous, like the most nervous I've ever been. Just, just, just so nervous, and um, just all this—the usual shit's running through your mind. You're like, man, why am I doing this? Like, I should be out on the piss with my mates. Like, they're all drinking, and you know, they're all, everyone's texting you saying, "Good luck tonight, mate." We're at, we're at the, you know, the whatever tavern, getting pumped up. Then we're gonna go and watch later, and you're just thinking, "Oh man, I'd just love to be on the piss, not doing this shit." And, um, anyway, I drive to the, to the fights, park up, and the, the, the show is in, like, the basement of, uh, a place called the Dewporth Tavern, like, proper fight club style, like, real rough, um, small local show sort of thing. Me and Ryan are, we're the main event, and, uh, we go out the back, and there's people warming up, and the fights start, and I think there's probably, like, four or five fights, and then Liam went out. And uh, he fought his guy and he stopped him in the second round, like real shock, like just uh, just just did a number on his guy and, and got him out of there. And I was so stoked for him. And, uh, you know, there's probably another four or five fights and then I'm out the back warming up, getting ready to go. And you're just like, oh, my God, here, 
here's the moment that I've been thinking about non-stop for the past like five weeks and it's here and you next thing you know you're in the ring and you're, the referee's giving you the instructions and you're just death staring each other you're not listening to anything the referee's saying you're just looking at each other just trying to find like some little weakness you know maybe your opponent might look away for a split second or something but you know most times they don't because they're not you know you're both scared but you you're both not scared as well and um yeah so the first round starts and it's the first time that i've ever i'd ever fought five rounds so i i, I was thinking you know i've got to pace myself don't start too quick and um first round goes through is sort of feeling each other out a little bit landing a couple of kicks a couple of punches and i'm thinking i'm the away fighter here like I, I need to be one kick one punch one shot ahead at all times to to make sure that i'm going to get the decision because it's their show if it's close it's going to go to him and uh, anyway first round finishes i go back to the corner and um I'm, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, like, holy fuck, I'm holding my own with this guy. Like, you know, I was, I was worried he was just going to flatten me. And uh, Robbo says, mate, you won that round. How do you feel? And I said, I'm feeling good. I was feeling tired, but, you know, just expected to feel like that when you're in a, in a fight. Your adrenaline, you know, wears a lot of your energy out of you. So you, you feel sort of pretty zapped pretty early on but you once you get more and more experience you just realize that's just part of it and you you just battle through it you don't think too much about it and then the second round started and it went pretty similar to the first except that ryan was kind of picking up the pace a little bit and i was trying to keep it slow because <laughs> i was concerned about the five rounds but i was thinking man i i can't i can't slow down i've got to I've got to put it in because if I if it's close, I'm going to lose. And I've done all this training, done all this hard work, and, I, and I, I'm a competitor. I really want to win. And, um, yeah, second round is pretty close. And I go back to the corner and Robbo says, I, I still think you might have just pipped that round, but you're going to have to pick it up. So it's the third round. Go out in the third round. We're moving around a little bit. And I think to myself, I've got to up... I've got to up it a little bit, up the up the pace, up the energy. So I, I put my foot on the gas a little bit. And um, we had a little exchange. And after the exchange, he backed away a little bit. And I, I just had a moment where I thought, he, he could be slowing down a little bit. And then we had a little exchange. I threw a big right hand and it just connected. Like, like just, it felt like I just hit a, hit a really heavy weight. And I thought, oh, that was a good shot. And I heard the crowd go, oh. And um, I look and he, he's blinking, like he's blinking his eyes. And I thought, holy shit, he's wobbled. So I, I, you know, a little bit of inexperience. I went a little bit wild and he swept me, dumped me on my backside. And uh, I jumped up and I thought, calm down, calm down. Backed him up onto the ropes. Threw a left uppercut, threw a straight right. At about 90% power, hit him clean on the chin, knocked him spark out. I ran back, I ran to a neutral corner whilst the referee did the eight count. And uh, he waved the fight off and I'd won with a stoppage in the third round. And I just, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I walked around the ring with my arms in the air like, a, like some hero. And um, 
yeah, I couldn't believe it. I just won. And then next thing, they were wrapping the, the state title belt around my waist. And um, I went back to the boys in the corner. We were just, we were just jumping up and down. As a, in the corner, it was Robbo, Nathan, Lucas, Shatland, uh, Liam. And yeah, it was just, it was awesome. Like, I mean, I went on to have a heap more fights after that. And I won other titles and um, other titles that probably mean more. But that first one would be hard to beat. It was um, the re- the relief that it was over and the like shock that I'd actually won was just yeah it was the feeling of it was just something else and um, yeah like I'm trying to explain it to you but it's something that you can only sort of understand if if you've been in the ring you've been in the the boxing ring and the cage or whatever and experience that you'll you'll know but it was it is just the best feeling and it's it's one of them things that fighters can't they can't let go of that that feeling and um that's why they go on too long and and take you know life-changing damage in their sort of later part of their career when they should call it a day yeah that was the first um the first queensland title i won with a third round knockout yeah that was a a classic example of fortune favoring the brave you know i didn't have to do that i didn't have to take that fight i could have waited for an easier opportunity but when opportunity knocks you sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and go for it and that is like that's like a lesson for everyone i think in in, in whatever sport you know you're never really ready to do anything like at the moment i'm thinking with my running i'll do a marathon when i'm ready you, there'll never really be a time when you're when you're ready to do it, and sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and go for it. And a lot of times you'll you come up short, and it doesn't work out for you. But every now and again, <laughs> the stars line up, and and you just nail it. And it's often life's just rewarding you for being super brave. And that was uh, that was one of the occasions that it worked out for me. It didn't always work out like that for me. Um, I had six losses in total in my um, career, and every one of them I was gutted. But sometimes it it doesn't work out, and sometimes it does. And um, that was just one awesome night and a memory that I can tell the grandkids about, hopefully, one day. But, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed that little get-to-know-me episode. I'm going to do a few more of these um, bonus midweek episodes. I might interview a couple of people I know who are pretty inspiring in uh, the Thai boxing, from my Thai boxing sort of um, time and maybe a couple of the coaches. It's interesting to just kind of hear their, like their coaching strategies and stuff like that because it sort of, it all crosses over into just life and health and fitness and stuff like that but I think all of us will do an episode like this where we'll just tell everyone a little bit about ourselves as we've um yeah we've had a few listeners from all over the world which is strange but it's yeah it's good it's um inspiring and makes you want to keep keep it up and um we'll all be back next Sunday to talk running and um explain what happened the week of leading up to the floods and um what happened with the race cancellations and stuff like that but yeah thanks for listening i hope it wasn't too boring and um we'll see you on sunday
Alright, the show will drop on Monday next week. Cheers. Sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. Oh, my imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, which you find in time, I will find that we shine with the bone that shine. You can put the time on my so a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now, what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why. Subliminal messages can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Oh, sometimes our minds play these tricks on us. Sometimes we find that our minds they climb higher than they should climb. Oh, our imagination contemplates. In my mind, which you find in time, our minds they will shine with the longest shine you can. Put the time on minds, show me these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension on tolerance, dimension on flowers. In my mind, stop rewind. Now, what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal, I can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, 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 mind.